Hello, everyone. Welcome to a special edition of the Hooray for Zay podcast. This is a Royals family edition for the release party, and yeah. it's going pretty crazy. And today's guest right now, well, one of the guests is Prolix. Oh. How's it going, buddy? I'm doing pretty good, man. I just performed like uh, 10 minutes ago, 10 minutes ago. Yeah, it was sick, dude. Thanks, man. Caught you on there. It was amazing. Like, uh, how, how long does it usually take you like to write a song and shit? Usually it takes me about an hour, hour and a half if it's a really good song. Yeah. Sometimes I'll really be, be, I like really be feeling it, and I'll write one in like five to ten, fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. That was because it was like something I was thinking about all day. And once you had that feeling, then you just have to write it out. Oh man, because it it was fucking sick, bro. Like straight up, it was fucking beautiful. Everything went fucking great, and I, I personally loved it. Thank you, man. I've only had like a couple people tell me they didn't like it. Actually, one person. Well, just hey, take any kind of criticism with the fucking gold, man. Anything just improve and all that stuff, man. Yeah. So you got to take it. How have you been, though? I've been pretty good, man. Just working on this podcast, getting other little things going up at one at a time and on stuff, you know. Nothing too crazy, but hopefully hopefully it'll get, it'll get crazier and busier. And so, more man, I like your gear, dog. It's freaking nice. Thanks, man. Yeah, I spent a fuck ton of money on it, man. <laughs> to be honest, I spent a lot on it. Just tried to get it going. I'm glad I did. It took me... Quite a while, like I, since like 2009, I've been wanting to podcast and barely did it. So it took me five years to finally get it up and going. But it's fucking there. Hey, that could have been five years of nothing. It, exactly, man. But I'm, I'm so glad I got it going. Give me an opportunity to be here and interviewing awesome fucking artists. And, Thanks, uh, man. Yeah. I appreciate that. How long have you uh, been doing this for? How long have you been like freestyling and like, rapping? Since and stuff? I was 14. Really? Yeah. One of my friends, his name was Michael Lim. Mm-hmm. He like uh, he really pushed me to do it. Nice, dude. Like then, uh, my other friend, his name was Adam, and they just knew that you had something going or what? Yeah. So then I just pushed myself. Nice, dude. Like, uh, what really like who really influenced you to start doing this? Like, uh, like he goes by the name of Matt Jones. Mm-hmm. That's his actual name, but he goes by Fail on stage, like F A L E. Before he called me, he called me King Kong, but then I told them, Nah, man, King Pin. <laughs> so the fucking I put Kingpin on my fucking high school ring and shit. Nice. But then I was like, I got to earn my stripes first. So now I'm prolix. Hell yeah. Prolix, the Latin word for prolix, it means to flow. So I go, Kevin prolix. Kevin, to flow. It's a verb. It's what I do. Who I am. And you're fucking great at it, man. Thanks, I'm man. Right, man. Uh, I'm sure with you, once you get like found, you're going to be fucking amazing. You're going to be selling albums like crazy, son. It's going to be fucking epic. Think so? Yeah, I fucking believe it, dude. Where can uh, where can people really like find your stuff? SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Go to soundcloud.com slash p r o l i x dash one, and then you'll see my whole album, the whole my profile. Nice. Like, uh, so are you? Can they find you on a uh, like Twitter or Facebook? Or yeah, anything Twitter like that? at Kevin Prolix, or if you want to go to my nutritional supplement site, you go to kevinprolix.vima.com. Wait, your nutritional site, what, how'd you get into that? How'd I get to that? It was yeah. through one of my friends named Brad Jensen. Mm-hmm. He introduced it to me after my dad had two strokes, and then he told me about the health benefits of the, process, of the product. Mm-hmm. And I tried them, and per- me personally, I like them a lot better than the other products that are out there because what, they're all organic. What kind of, uh, like, what exactly, what are the products that, that you have? Well, one of them is right here. I gave it to mm-hmm. Santo. I yeah. was like, I gave him two because we were playing a, a card game called Palace, and... He won, and I was like, yo, man, I'm going to give you two Vimas. Nice. Yeah, I'm going to have to try it out, bro. Yeah, I got three more left. 
Nice. Oh, so it's all healthy stuff. And what we'll check it? it out on the back. Vima is actually an acronym. It stands for vitamins, essential minerals, mangosteen, and aloe. Nice. I could tell you more, but we don't have enough time right now. Well, I always have another podcast that you can be on, buddy. Oh. We could talk more about it, and it'd be oh, fucking great. Oh, oh yeah. So, it's like, like um, what are there any other products that you have out there or no? Oh yeah. For me personally, I like the Chris Buddy, the Chris Putty, the Chris Powell body line. Mm-hmm. I'm all stumbling at my words. As a kid, <laughs> I stumbled a lot. I like, I'm trying to learn about that, yeah. but I'm getting better. Oh, dude, it's all practice, you know. I stumble on words all the time, or I just forget a word, brain fart and shit. It happens. <laughs> so, um, when when was your first actual performance in front of like live people? It was at Hoagie Bar, Hoagie Bar Michaels over there in uh, Newport Beach. Mm-hmm. And how was that experience? Like, were you nervous? Was I was very nervous, and I was stuck in one place. I didn't move at all. Uh-huh. And, uh, the mics are jacked up. That's oh, horrible. That's, yeah. Was it like a bunch of like noise on the mics and shit, or what? That too. I was very disappointed, and no one was there barely. Oh, fuck, man. Sad. Well, you still had the courage to go up on stage, though, and perform. It was little experience. With that experience, I learned that it was all ratios from there. It's like some will be good, some will be bad. And what what I've heard from multiple people is that when you're actually doing something live, even if it's your first time or first or first, like, 50 times doing it, you might not be the greatest at it, but with time, if you don't quit, you're going to progressively get better. There's no way of getting worse at it. You're always going to be getting better at it. Oh, yeah. I think that, too. If you keep What's up? What's up, <laughs> Flizzle? That's my friend Influence, man. We go back a long ways. I'll probably have him on. I could call him my official adopted brother. Nice. Dude, like, um, so, like, who else has really, like, pushed you to doing this? Like, who's the one who said... You have to get on stage. Like, you have to do it right now. My homie, Matt Helms, he goes by Apollo. He got a tatted on his arm. Oh, like, nice. uh, if he wasn't here, then it'd probably be pretty hard for me to do this. Because, mm-hmm. like, they got Eminem and Dre. It's like me and Apollo. Pro Licks and Apollo, dog. <laughs> yeah. And then his influence, too. Because as, as, as soon as Apollo walked in, he was like, oh, dude, I got to go see my boy Pro Licks right now. I got I to go catch a set. And that's the first thing he fucking did. Shit. Yeah, dude. I haven't seen that guy in, I don't even know, probably five six years or something i remember back in high school singing i'm like i see big things for him i don't know what but something (laughs) yeah there's the lights and i love it man like Uh, i see a lot of big things for a lot of la mirada locals man there a lot of them are doing things and it's they're not just being like selfish about it they're trying to bring other people up with them and it's fucking magical that's what i like yeah like uh, Santo, he's doing that a lot too. Like throwing this party right here, his release party for his business, and bringing all the people that he knows that have potential to grow, and he's bringing them on it, and it's just amazing. Like yeah. uh, Santo's really good, man. Yeah. He done so many things for his homies. Mm-hmm. I could appreciate that because I'm like that too. I'll do so much. Like I even let a guy drive my car when I was too hungover or drunk, and then he ended up crashing my car because I was trusting him in good faith, oh, and that shit. was horrible. But, but Carmel will come back, it. and it'll pay you tenfold, man. Yeah, I didn't fight him or anything. I could have. I had the chances, but I'm just going to wait and see what happens. Yeah. Life's you're, crazy. Yeah, you're a good person, though. Anyone can tell. Who knows what will happen? What's up, Hector? Hector up, Chavez. He's taking some good pictures. He's taking a few pictures here. Good old Hector on the camera. Santo. Oh, dude, Santo's so busy right now, Yo, man. man. Shout out to Chris Dominguez. Oh, yeah, my homie Chris. 
Dude, have you had the energy energy drinks that he's given? The no, I haven't. But I don't. Wake and thunder. I don't. I don't. I can't. I don't, I don't want to try. Like I'm very health conscious. Mm-hmm. Well, no, these are actually really good. I think I still have a can. Yeah. Yeah, I checked it out uh, around five thirty when I got over, over here. Yeah, like it's a, uh, it's a healthy energy drink. It's a uh, no sugar. It's uh, I think the only caffeine in it is from the green tea that's in it, and I love it personally. It has like a. It's like a berry type flavor. I think it's more grapeish. I love it, man. Mm. Yeah, it looks pretty good. I like to try one. I have to talk to him. I'm, I'm really gonna try this Vima though. Shit looks delicious. Hit you up probably tomorrow and get you one of those. I only have a few more left though. Oh yeah, no. Yeah, one girl no worries, named Rachel. Man. She uh, wanted to get one, but she hasn't hit me back up, so mm. she's gonna lose out. So where where can you find the, those drinks again? Oh, I'll give you my card right now. Oh, awesome. If you find them on my website, I said it on the podcast. You'll probably hear it later if you play it back. Uh, a lot of people talk bad about it, but just do your research, man. A lot of people talk bad about Coke, but people still drink it. Yeah, they do. They guzzle that shit down. I think a lot of people try to go the healthier way and drink Diet Coke, and I think that's even worse, dude, personally. Yeah, but to each their own, though, nice. I can't push anyone to do anything. Like they say, you could put a horse to water, but you can't, you can't really make, make a drink. Yeah. yeah. Which is fucking true as hell, dude. Hello. Whoa. Oh, dude, there's so much chaos going around right now, man. I'm like helping running this shit, but I'm over here. But yeah, I like this. This, I could really appreciate, man, your work, dog. Like, this is freaking dope. Oh, thank you, man. Pursuing their freaking art, their goals. Yeah, I'm I'm just trying to, man. Like Tupac said, yo, gotta change the way we eat, to change the way we live, and change the way we treat each other. Amen. They're trying to take us over. Yep. Are we just gonna watch that happen? I don't. It's sadly happening. Nobody's doing anything about it. That's why we just got to speak up. That's what I'm doing on the mic. I see the homie True, too. I can't wait to see what he does. Oh, yeah. I had him on the last podcast, and, oh, man, it was fucking beautiful. It was a really fun podcast to have to have him on. And he was just speaking his mind, telling us what's up. And I could pretty much agree with him, dude. Like, there's so much anarchy and chaos and just corruption going on, dude, and we need to just stand up to it, really. Fuck, yo. Sorry for my <laughs> cursing, but um, it's just the way it goes. It's hard, hard yeah. life right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, no, this is uncensored. This is an explicit podcast. We can say whatever the hell we want on it, man. <laughs> so what's one question that you want to ask me? And then I'm going to ask you. All right, one question. Where do you see yourself in 10 years? 10 years? Yeah, 10 years. Let's see, I'm 23 now, so in 10 years I should be 34. By 34, I should be steadily having some residual income, maybe working a job, but I see myself grounded with at least some kind of like house, or if not a house, then some place to live. Maybe with a girlfriend, maybe with some kids. Who knows? Life is freaking unpredictable. Do you, still see, your, do you still see yourself uh, like rapping and all that stuff with oh, it? Oh, yeah. I think I'm, I'm going to keep rapping until freaking I'm done. Keep it going, man. It's literally myself, I would. It's literally poetry within music. Excuse me? It like what you do is pretty much poetry within music. Oh thanks, man. Yeah, it's poetry with a beat, really. And it's fucking beautiful. I just hate the mainstream music and I just want to go against that. Like Tyler was saying anarchy, I just want to be like not even against everything, not even into anarchy. I just want to be in my own lane where it's like, oh shit, that's prolix. Yeah, hell yeah, dude. Like a fucking alien. Just like how people see like immortal technique and necro and all that shit just going just brutal harsh telling the truth just throwing it out there man 
hoping people can fucking listen to it and learn from it, man. Yeah, man. I want to kind of be like a superhero. Like, I'm really into comics. And if oh, I could be into freaking like a Marvel or DC, I want to be fucking prolix in that shit. I'm going to keep this in mind because when it's just me and you on 101 for the full hour and a half, we're going to go off on comics and just nerd the fuck out, bro. <laughs> to see me at Comic-Con, I'll be like, what's up? Hell yeah. I'll be like, bro, oh. <laughs> I'm going to go dressed up as a quail, man. No. <laughs> well, who knows, though? I could do anything. Hell yeah. Or uh, what, what was that uh, That one guy from The Incredibles? Oh, Mr. Incredible? No, not Mr. Incredible. His friend. Black friend. Uh, Frozone. Yeah. Do it. Hey, you can fucking pull it off. Huh? I'm going to dress up as Apollo. I'm going to paint Do my it. skin white and get a tattoo that says Apollo on my arm. And I'm going to say, I'm Apollo. Matt Helms. Bitch. You don't believe me. <laughs> oh, Do it. Won't. Oh, dude. I, I got to see this happen. It'll be hilarious. Hell yeah. <laughs> all right, man. Well, I'll let you go back to enjoying the party and hosting and all that stuff. So for the meantime, I'll probably get some other guests right now. But it was great talking to you, bro. All right, Jose, man. It was great talking to you, yeah. too. Yeah, man. Good. All right, so we'll continue this in a little bit, my friends. Well, we got ourselves another little special guest. Introduce yourself, man. Uh, My name is Stevie Ray. I've been working on music since I was uh, a senior in high school, and now I'm about to be 19, so it's been about about two and a half years for me. Actually, I started when I was a junior. I'm a little fucked up, so obviously, yeah. Don't worry. We're all been drinking. Yeah. Yeah. That's dope, though. Like, what what influenced you and what got you into... To music um honestly when i first started writing music i was just doing it just because i needed something to get off my mind i liked what my brother did and he wrote music yeah. he always wrote music so i that's what that's what inspired me to write so i wrote my little raps and listened to mac miller every once in a while yeah. and i just got my my little peace offerings for music pretty much mm-hmm. so like um how many times have you performed live in front of people? This is the second time I've performed second? ever. So and, uh, this ha- one went better than the first time because the first time I forgot my lyrics. Oh, dude, it, yeah. it happens with everyone, man. Yeah. Like yeah. even uh, I was listening to some things about Jerry Seinfeld. Even when he started, he's a big time comedian known all across the fucking world. Yeah. Even when he first started, he was fucking up. He said he didn't get a good laugh until a few shows in and that was like probably a few people who got a good like belly laugh so it takes time man yeah because right now uh pretty much whenever i've performed all i'm looking for is like either hands to be up or just live liveliness in the audience and Mm -hmm. i haven't really been seeing it that much so it's i guess it's just a matter of time once i start coming out of just opening up and then they start moving me a little bit higher but i guess it's all on myself once i show them that i'm doing a little bit more work then i might get the higher spot Oh yeah, it, it, it's all with time, you know. You have to. Everyone has to pay their dues, and everyone starts at the bottom, always. Like me, my podcast. I've been struggling doing it. It's a lot of fun, but I'm, I'm not expecting to be like big anytime soon, until later on, like a few years later, you know. Yeah, like I, I guess like for the same thing for you, it's I, I'm guessing it's a passion. I'm I'm not really sure what it is to you that just to make podcasts, like just to doing art that not many not many people do it's it's really fun just to to chase a dream like oh fuck uh, yeah, for, man. for me it's I, i've been having a lot going on and uh i just kind of want to put my mom like in a better place right now so uh, like she's been going through a lot and i know she's been through a lot in her whole life so mm-hmm. i i really just want to do something with music i gotta do something like with anything even if it just beco- means becoming just higher up in the world with more money, I want my mom to experience some of the dream as well. So 
it's not just my dream I'm chasing. I'm, I'm chasing my mom's dream at the same time. Well, just keep at it, man. You fucking got the skill for it. Like, I heard you perform, fucking tore it up, and I think you can make it, personally. Like, and all the people here that I've heard so far, they've all got a lot of talent, like a yeah. lot, a lot of talent. That's one thing that I've noticed. Like, Stephen the Martyr just performed, and I, I've seen him perform out in Anaheim. That was where my first performance was, where I mm-hmm. forgot my lyrics. He walked up, he's all, damn, dude, you did good, and I was all... Really? <laughs> so, I think he was just showing love, but I don't think I did that good. But it just makes me laugh because, like, everybody shows love in hip-hop, and that's one thing yeah. that I, I always like. Even if you don't do as good as you say you are like, or as good as you felt, somebody's going to show up and, and appreciate you. Exactly. Appreciate There's it. always at least, like, one person, man. <laughs> <laughs> that was my brother real quick. I say, if he wanted to jump in, he can. Ray. <laughs> Yo, Ray, you want to jump in? Oh, 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 oh. All he's, right. He's a little mic shy, I guess. Oh. Uh, all right, later or right now? Well, we okay. got time, man. Yeah, well. <laughs> we got uh, the rest of this party. He's, he's about to perform, I know that. Oh, oh okay. nice. If you want to hop in, all right. There well, I'll tell you, you can grab the other mic right there, dude. Oh, okay. You know what? We'll switch just, mics. Yeah. Just turn it on and, yeah, just turn on the, the mic right now. We're live and direct. Yeah, I can't hear myself, but it's yeah. okay. It's okay. I got it's you, okay. don't I can hear you. All right. <laughs> Make sure all the sounds good. Yeah. So you guys are brothers. We are. We are half blood brothers. Yes, but indeed. Full nice. blood, full heart brothers. So yeah. you kind of you kind of got him into he's, doing this too, or I what? I kind of got him into breathing and walking and pretty much everything he's ever gotten into. Overall, a good influence. <laughs> but he makes me better <laughs> at it because he's just far better at everything oh that he does. Oh my gosh. Oh, uh, he's blushing. Yeah. He's blushing <laughs> a bit. Blush in case I, audio I, listeners I look, I, I look up to you <laughs> in music because uh, you, you write a lot of good stuff. And so, I, I don't know, it inspires me to write like what's really on my mind. Like when I first started, I was just writing just like to send like a message. But like I still am writing to send a message, but it's just it changes over time. Like I write what's pretty much just on my mind. Like I kind of was scared to tell people like what I actually did and like mm. from popping pills and everything and getting my life lost in it and watching my dad pretty much smoke weed all the time. That was one of the songs I performed out there. It's uh, uh, Can you see the pain all washed away amongst my face? A great escape was made by popping pills and watching Papa get your fade today. Like yeah. those. Well, I think some of the best music is actually made by the experience that people actually had. And they put those experiences into their lyrics. Yeah. Not like any of the like the more more uh, modern type shit like shake that laffy taffy. I fucking hate that goddamn yeah. song. I mean, one thing that and I always nothing. tell people in in regards to music and not even just hip hop is it's all about the story that you that you tell or mm. the journey that you take people on. You have to exactly. do one or the other, if not both. You know, if you're not telling a story in your lyrics, like you can make great music without any lyrics, but if you're mm. taking a person on a journey. You oh, could yeah. have a shitload of lyrics inside of a song, but what's it matter how big the big the words are or how hard you are if you're not even telling the story to take somebody along a path you know yeah cause i think the people who are really like diehard like hip-hop fans they actually listen to the lyrics they actually absorb the lyrics and understand what the person's trying to say oh yeah instead of just going just purely on the beat and shit which most like uh i mean one thing like, that i've learned too is. like great artists don't even they listen to the lyrics but not even of just their genre they listen to every type of music like mm-hmm. or various types of music that alicia you know, like, keys I listen to, yeah B- alicia yeah. keys billy joel uh, you know people like uh, billy back joel. in the day some of the best songwriters you'll ever hear but you don't hear that billy on the joel. radio you know <laughs> very often or yeah. people well because ev- everyone was like influenced that. by somebody you know yeah and a lot of people like more i see it more nowadays where 
people get mad that they kind of sound like them or something like that. But I see it as a form of flattery, you know? Yeah, it's inspiration. It's like you're, yeah, you inspired me. So, of course, my style is going to be more like a certain person, you know, the person who inspired me. Yeah, like one thing, uh, when, it, when it comes to sounding like other people, when I first started music, everybody would tell me that I sounded like my brother. Mm-hmm. I, I fucking hated that because I... <laughs> I just wanted to write music, and, yeah. and every time somebody told me I sound like my brother, I was like, I got to do something different. I got to change my voice, and so it's come from a lot of just working hard. Like you can't, you can't do the same thing that everybody does. It's one thing that he tells me all the time. Even when it comes to doing the show, you can't do the same thing that everybody else does. Or you're you're not going to be famous. You're not yeah. going to do what you want to do. It's just people are just going to see the same old shit, and to just change it up and. Be something just different. Add, add your own little flavor to it. Yeah, you know? to not be afraid to what you want to do. And because yeah. my life, I, I live afraid. Mm-hmm. I don't. I, I don't know many people that are like well, real think, enough to admit that. But just don't be afraid of, to chase anything. I think most I people live their life with fear, of, and uh, a lot of times it's fear of rejection. What a lot of people are scared of, like they don't want to be told no or. You suck or whatever. Like me, if I hear people, oh, your podcast sucks. Like, okay, well, I can only get better from there. Yeah, and, like, and people, you know, they they have that they have that fear that's so intense that they just travel the path that's easiest against rejection. They're like, mm-hmm. okay, what what's more successful? What do most people just you know? What do people like? So yeah. they like that, that, and that. All right, I'm gonna do all this stuff because I don't want to be rejected or you know. And it's not even, it's like not their style. Like, they know what they want to do, but they're going the mainstream way because they know that's what people like. But I think if you add your own little flair to it, do what you really think is meaningful to you, people are going to like it. There's going to be that group of people who are going to love it, and they're going to share it with other people who like the same style. And then that's how you'll grow. Yeah. That's what I mean. I I think that's a big thing that's important in the Royals family and everything that we believe in. It's like, it doesn't matter what type of music you put out or what kind of talent that you possess or what your opinion is on any certain type of uh, topic. But at the end of the day, it's just about surrounding yourself with positive people who are trying to progress, like, in one way or another. Like, if you're just staying stagnant and you're just, I call it perfecting the front, you're just Mm -hmm. perfecting the front, and for people, it's like, like, okay, like, you're just another bystander watching and trying to leech onto, like, the great things that people are doing. But if if you start a foundation with a bunch of great people who are friends with a bunch of great people, then you just build a great network of, you know, communication and talent for a lot of different venues, you know, uh, avenues rather, you know, because I, I want this to be more than just another party or just another hip hop show, you know? Yeah. I want of course people with all types of talents, comedians, people who do mu- movies, dancers, all types of things like whoever's pursuing their goals at the end of the day that's who, that's what Royals family's about and it's fucking awesome because there's not many groups that want to do that and there's a lot of greed in, in the entertainment industry so much greed where people yeah. just want it all for themselves and they even go the route to screw a friend over which is fucking horrible but from what I've seen from all the Royals family and all the people that they get they just want to help each other out Yeah. and I love seeing that because that's what I'm doing with this I'm getting local artists and people who have the potential to be found but haven't yet and I want to get them at least a little bit of exposure and try to make them live their dreams you know like one thing I always like to do is give everybody recognition for for what they do it's a, this is hooray for Jose right yeah thank you thank yeah. you for having <laughs> me on here thanks so for far. being on here man I've been, I've been having a lot of fun so uh, yeah I mean one thing I always like to do is just give everybody credit for everything so like most of my beats tonight they, they're from Curtis King so I, I can really say thank you to him because it's hard to find music 
when you don't have good beats. Like, oh, yeah. it's hard to write music when you don't have good beats. So when you find a good beat, it, it hits a different spot inside your heart. So it, it gets you to the point where you can open up. And that's one thing. I, I love Curtis King's beats because they're just certain sounds and just the way he mixes and the way he makes... He, he knows how to pan and do all these different things on his instrumentals and it's pretty damn crazy and mm. it, I, I just simply love it. It makes me fall in love with the music. It's just... So where can these beautiful people listening find your guys' work? Like where can they find you guys on Facebook, Twitter, and where can they find you guys? Like do you guys have SoundCloud or all that stuff? Like what, what are... Where, yeah, well, I mean, I have a Facebook, Facebook slash uh, Influence WP mm. uh, wordplay and then I have SoundCloud, Influence WP. Um, that's pretty much all I'm at. Oh, Instagram, Marty McNotsofly. Nice. Uh, you can find me on <laughs> that's Instagram. That's fucking clever as shit, dude. And, uh, yeah, exactly. yeah, I mean, yeah, if you find me on Instagram, Facebook, Raymond Rodriguez, Influence, you know, you should be able to find me relatively. When I easy. post this up, I'll, I'll try to post all the links up and all that stuff. It's yeah, going to be a shitload of links. Of course. But, I'll send you some links and stuff yeah. like that, too. What about you, man? Uh, right now, all my music on SoundCloud is underscore Vendetta underscore. It's It was a name that I came up with like a long time ago. I used to do light shows to it. So it was mm-hmm. like, that was my name for everything. But I, I changed it to Stevie Ray now. But if you're trying to find my music on SoundCloud, for now, it's going to be Vendetta. If but. you're trying to find my music, come to my doorstep because that's <laughs> all you're going to find. <laughs> yeah, I suggest uh, you guys check him out. It's going to be sick. We're going to see Ray perform live in a few. Yes, Maybe sir. have him back, see how What's you that? felt about it. Maybe have you back on after your set, see how you felt about it. Oh, yeah, um, definitely. definitely. Mr. I'll, I'll uh, give a post, post-performance recap of how I felt and how I feel like you know the crowd rocked it. We have a great turnout. You know, I'd like to oh, thank yeah. everyone who's listening. I'd like to thank you. Hooray for Jose because uh, you know this is a great opportunity for a lot of people. And I, I like the turnout. I like the vibe. Everyone's having a good time. And, uh, you know, it, yeah, it's all I'm up. having a blast, man. Oh, yeah, me too. But I got to cut out. I got to uh, get ready for this. For set. sure. Well, it was good talking to you guys. So, uh, yeah, we'll get some other artists on here and we'll yeah, have a good and, time, uh, man. I just want to say good luck to Influence. I mean, he's my brother, so all I can say is I hope that he does good. I mean, I, well, I, I'm, I'm sure confident. I'm sure he'll tear it up. I his music, so I, I know he's going to do good. Yeah, he'll, he'll tear it up. Yeah. So, uh, man, hey, thank you for having me on. Yeah, thanks for being on, man. Thanks. It was good. All right. Till next time. All right, so we're here with another guest. Introduce yourself, good sir. Hold on. You might need to turn on the mic. Yeah. Is it? All right, try it. Yo, 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 yo. There we go. Now we can hear you. All yo, right. what up, man? It's Namic Chamber Records. Keep the feel entertainment. What's popping? Not much, man. How's it going? How are you enjoying yourself tonight? So I'm cool, man. I'm cool. You know, a beautiful spot. Big ups to Royals family for, uh, you know, inviting me out here to come rock it. Fucking fucked up that the cops had to come break shit up, but we still getting it popping right. inside, you still know? Still fucking going. Hell yeah. Shit, it's been a fucking crazy ass day, though. Yeah, yeah. A lot of good artists. A lot of good artists, good setups, you know, very nice, nice crib. Oh, this place is beautiful, man. Yeah, yeah. Dope shit, dope shit, man. How many artists did they have, like, on the on the lineup tonight? Uh, Man, I think there was, like... Over ten artists, yeah, maybe even like fifteen. Uh, they, they hit me up to come as, as a special guest or whatever, man. So you know, I'm out here showing love, getting drunk, smoking weed, you know. Yeah, amen. Amen. <laughs> I love myself a little bit of alcohol. All day, all day. Oh yeah. So, uh, how old are you, if you don't mind me asking? Twenty five. Twenty five. And uh, when did you really start your uh, like pursuing this career? Uh, 
Well, I first started rhyming, like recording on like a little tape player when I was in middle school, mm-hmm. like seventh, eighth grade. Started recording in the in the booth, you know, when I was around 15, 16, but really started getting serious with it when I was 18. Got from a got from a collective known as Chamber Records out there in the 626. Um, and we really, really been pushing that hard as fuck, man, just keeping that nice. rolling. I recently hooked up with the, the homie Abstract Rude. He, uh, he hit me up to get from his label, Keep the Feel Entertainment, recently, like a year and a half ago. So I've been riding that mm-hmm. wave now. I'm just keeping it rolling, man. How's Networking. that been going for you right now? That's, that's real good, man. You know, Abstract Rude's a legend in the L.A. underground hip-hop scene, mm-hmm. man. So it's a, it's a privilege and an honor to be working with him, you know, collabing with him, touring with him. You know, I, I know that's a, it's one of the main reasons right now why why my name is kind of building somewhat. So I appreciate that all day. It's all good, dude. Like, um, yeah. So what, what exactly do you feel when you're up on stage performing in front of a crowd of people? Love. <laughs> Even if there's haters, it's still love. Even if ain't no one not in their head, it's still love. When I'm on that stage, that, that's my nine to five. That's my nine to nine right there, twenty four seven every day, man. Like I, I got a passion, like like nobody knows. I mean, so when I'm up on stage, that's that's where I'm supposed to be. It's your home. That's my home, home right there. Home. It's, it's nothing but love when I'm on stage. Uh, so, uh, how old were you when you first got on stage, and how did you feel doing it? Well, yeah, like I said, uh, I really started getting serious with, with the hip-hop thing when I was, like, 18. Mm-hmm. But actually, the first time I was on stage was, shit, if you want to get technical, like, talent show shit when I was in middle school or <laughs> elementary school. But, no, we ain't talking about that, though. Uh, like, first time you actually got to, like, Rock a crowd. Yeah, rock a crowd with your own music that you, were, that you wrote and all that stuff. Yeah, the first time I rocked a, a decent crowd was uh at the alexandria hotel mm. back in the day with the homie i was like 16 though that shit it's kind of hard to remember but i remember the feeling like ugh, felt good just to be right there you know i wasn't even old enough to be in the motherfucker but i snuck in <laughs> and shit yeah it, it was, how it usually goes like, yeah it's how it usually real starts quick. out yeah. <laughs> yeah man just all nerves and all that shit or as soon as you got up did it just go away and you're just, or what yeah i wasn't nervous or anything not that i remember yeah, <laughs> I was probably drunk as shit. So, yeah, that you know, always the, the, seems the, the to ner- the nerves yeah. tend to go away, you know. Yeah. <laughs> a few shots of whiskey, but as you know, I, I guess to be perfectly honest, every time I do rock a show, I do got to take like a deep breath and just realize, like, all right, now is that time to mm-hmm. to just snap into that other zone and make sure I don't fuck up, you know? Yeah, because technically, it, 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 it is still a business side of it. Yeah, to put yeah, on a good you, show you still have to present yourself in a way where. People are going to want to fuck with you and eventually, you know, network and get a little bit of cheddar in your pocket eventually, man. That's the main goal for everybody. Everybody out here is talking about we do it for the love. We do it for this and that. Of course, we do it for the love. Otherwise, we wouldn't be doing it. But just like, just like everybody else out there that loves their job, they, they're making money. It's their job. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I, that's my main goal now is to eventually be able to feed a family with it. Yeah. And, Ain't no turning back now, you know? I'm, I'm at a certain level, at the point in my career now where I know what I want to do. I know where I want to go. And I know where it's headed. You're already pretty deep into it, so why stop? Yeah, man. Yeah, like, I oh. would think I'd like to be. <laughs> I think I am. <laughs> what was one of your like most memorable or favorite shows that you've done? That I've been a part of? Yeah, that you've been a part of that you actually performed and you thought, like, yeah. wow, this is one of the greatest fucking times I've ever had. Shit. A few months ago, um, Tumex actually hit me up to... To rock at Rhymefest 
Mm-hmm. So I opened up for, uh, it was originally supposed to be Method Man as the headliner, but uh, he ended up doing some other things where he, c- he wasn't available. So it ended up being Raekwon. Mm-hmm. But still the lineup was like Raekwon, Typical Cats, uh, Supernatural, Alameno, uh, Val the Wonder, Homegirl from the 626, shout out to Val the Wonder. Uh, man, the lineup goes on and on with that with that shit. So when, when I rocked that, I was like, woo, I even heard my name like on K-Day. You hear yes. Tumex on, on 93.5. He's like, representing Chamber Records, Namix 626. We got Alda Sensei from the Artifacts, AC Alone. So yeah, Alda Sensei, AC Alone was there too. So it, it was a pretty big show, man. It, it was like how Rock the Bells used to be, you know? Oh, and sh- shout out shit. to Rhymefest for keeping that real shit alive, baby. LA, LA shit. Hell yeah, dude, those festivals are so much fucking fun, dude. The oh, yeah. Like, uh, any kind of, like, show, like, uh, how Rock the Bells used to be. Oh, dude. yeah, yeah, those are, yeah. Where you see a lot of people that, like, because uh, everything becomes mainstream after a while. Yeah, unfortunately. But, yeah, sadly. But it's a good thing and a bad thing because people, like you said, they got to make that money eventually. Yeah. But uh, how they usually start, like, how things like these start, where it's just small, small community, like, everyone gets together, have a great fucking time, put on a great show, and it's specifically for the artists, you know, to, for them to express their shit with a whole different crowd who's all who's really into the same kind of thing like there's no yeah man there's no separation it's all just unity pretty much no doubt like today man it, i don't even know why the cops showed up like well obviously well, because, of la- because of loud music yeah but it, i guess supposedly it was from like three blocks away <laughs> damn <laughs> yeah dude, it, was, it was bumping up in here man that's retarded though because <laughs> you know it, it's a friday night they came at ten fifteen p.m. It's like, man, we ain't causing no trouble. We're just having a good time. I know. Trying to do our thing, trying to keep this hip-hop alive. But no fights, nothing, too. It was just them just trying to break up a good time. It is what it is, though. But I, I think we got the point across with the neighborhood, though. They know what's up now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> this, this is the dopest crib on the block, baby. Yeah. I wonder how many people out there were just fucking rocking out to this shit, dude. Fucking getting beautiful. down. Hell, uh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Motherfuckers out there wishing they were here. Right. They should have fucking stopped by. <laughs> they know where it's at. They heard it. Fuck, man. Yeah, man. So, how'd you get introduced to uh, Santo? Uh, shit, he actually just hit me up on Facebook. And, uh, actually, let me rewind that. My homie, Advocate, who mm-hmm. I think is rocking downstairs right now, and then I think I'm gonna go on after him. Um, yeah, the homie Advocate actually asked me if I wanted to perform at this show. I was like, yeah, for sure, for sure, no doubt. Um, you know, if, if everything was was good, then I was I was down, and it was all love. It was all love, so I'm here, no doubt. I, I ended up uh, meeting um, Luis Santo, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, my, he's real cool, real cool dude, man. Met him at the Globe like last week. He was oh, over nice. there taking pictures, handing yeah. out flyers, putting in that work, putting you know? in that, that hustle, putting in that dude. work as he should be. That's what that's why I formally you know got introduced to him. Nice, dude. Yeah, a so. lot of people hate flyering, man. But it's such a big part of the business. Flyering? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Passing yeah. out flyers, networking. A lot of people hate it. Yeah, because everybody, everybody's used to that social media yeah. flyer, you Which know. Which is but so it, much easier on there. Yeah, but. yeah. But it's still good to put in that footwork. Because mm-hmm. when people actually see the flyer that they've seen on Facebook, when they mm-hmm. see it physically, they're like, oh, shit. And they, and they think twice about it. Like, man, I really should go to this show yeah. now. Like, they, they got flyers physically. They got flyers online. They're promoting the right way. And you can also see, like, the enthusiasm and, like, the hype that they put onto the show, too. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because how many definitely. times have you gotten, like, an invite to something on Facebook and you're like, yeah, uh-huh, next. Yeah. Yeah. 
<laughs> More than enough times. Dude, so many times a week, stuff being sent in and just being ignored, which I think uh, I think at the the MySpace days, that's when it was really like popping off, like the whole social network uh, promoting and stuff like that. Yeah, that's when it really popped off. And MySpace back in like what, like 2005, 2006? Yeah, around there, dude, uh, when it got huge. That shit got Everyone huge. and their mom had a MySpace and just promoting everything that they had and it was working amazingly back then yeah then facebook came it's overcrowded over. yeah overcrowded it and now it's just another like it's like spam pretty much nowadays yeah exactly it's, it's fucked up but i'm i'm guilty of still using it i, I need oh, to I, you know i am too i'm guilty as hell I, that's one of the first things i do when i wake up is check my fucking phone and facebook yeah man you know there's still good shit that comes out of it mm-hmm. at the end of the day Shit, that's how I got in, in touch with exactly. people right here. So, which is fucking awesome. So it's cool, man. You know, oh, yeah. it, it has its, its uh, pros and cons. Mm-hmm. So, what, um, before you started like really like writing and all that stuff, who are your, some of your like major influences that you said like fuck? This is what I want to do. Hmm. <laughs> it's funny, crazy shit. A lot of people don't believe me, but fucking, uh, I grew up listening in middle school and high school. I grew up listening to Abstract Rude the most. He was always like my favorite MC, so it's crazy when this motherfucker hit me up to be part of his label. Yeah. Was, that's, it tripped me out. Like, what? <laughs> Serious? Somewhat like of a dream come true type of thing. Yeah, yeah, real shit. It sounds cliche as fuck. It sounds kind of corny, but that yeah. shit was really like a dream come true, man. So yeah. all I can do now is keep this dream rolling and you know go with the punches. And I know, I know that I have what it takes. I know that I'm, I'm gonna do what I have to do to fucking get it popping dude and, and reach that plateau you know oh yeah dude like there's you're still super fucking young you yeah, got plenty yeah, t- of time 25. yeah dude you got plenty of time and yeah. by the scenes of it you're fucking doing great right now dude yeah man i'm trying just trying to keep this shit rolling do it man you know? good things will come once you keep going man and it's just all about staying positive dude staying humble just yeah. like my influences to keep going with my influences real quick like abstract rule was a big one <clears throat> the last emperor who never really cussed in his raps at all mm. was a, a big influence of mine. And he's, he's dope, man. He actually was signed to Dr. Dre back in the day, like right before Eminem signed to him. Mm. So he was signed up to, to Dr. Dre, but Dre said he, he wasn't going to be able to drop an album for like four years. So The Last Emperor was like, fuck that. I'm outros. God I ain't going to wait for you, dog, you know? That's a long fucking time yeah, to wait, dude. Yeah. But uh, yeah, Abstract Rule, The Last Emperor, Beatwise, Battle Cat. Jay Dilla, DJ Quick, Fred Wreck, Ant of Atmosphere, Ninth Wonder, and all that shit, you know. Yeah, dude. I remember first time hearing Necro, I was like, what the Necro. fuck, <laughs> dude? I'm like, dude, this guy's a little bit it's disturbed, man. <laughs> this fool's a little bit disturbed. It's kind of scaring me, but. Yeah, man, Necro. And he has a big fan base, though. He, he gets yeah. it in. Hey, big ups to Necro. He got uh-huh. he got rhymes. Oh, dude, I'm I'm not knocking him. Like, it, uh, I'm just saying, the first time I heard him, I was like, crazy motherfucker. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, yeah. Like, that, wanna... that Gory Days album back in the day, man. Yeah, dude. I just kind of wanted to like just find out what the hell's in his mind when he's writing this shit because just fucking ah, dude. <laughs> it's grimy, dude. Yeah, man. But he grimy gets down. Him and a uh, Ill Bill mm-hmm. and all those cats, dude. Oh my god, old school shit. A lot of people don't really appreciate like the the old school stuff nowadays, dude. It's all about the like the mainstream. It's all people want to focus on now. Yeah, you know, people people tend to forget where shit came from. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, I, I 
I respect. I pay homage to the OGs, man. Every you know, whenever I see an OG at a show or whatever, it's always like much love, homie. Yeah. Mention that shit in my music, just showing respect to those who came before us and paved the way for us. You know, that's what it's all about, man. I I, I would expect the same thing in the future from little homies, cause I'm out here working my ass off, man, trying hard to, to keep this real shit alive. And I'm sure I'm dude, I'm sure people will hear your stuff and they'll be inspired, man. They'll be like, "Well, fuck, I guess I got to start writing or got to start writing differently or I got to start taking some of his style or something." But yeah, yeah. Would you see that as a compliment if somebody kind of starts using like kind of uh like your style a little bit, like the way you fucking do your shit? Like uh, the way that you uh the way that you perform and the way you write and all that stuff, would you find it like flattering or would you like kind of get mad if somebody used like the same kind of style? <laughs> I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> I think I would have to hear it first. Yeah. Depending if it was good or bad or what. Yeah, and then see how it sounds. You know, <laughs> I don't know. That, that's a good-ass question, though. If you know there's those, some people who try to impersonate, like, Tupac style or fucking yeah, Cube yeah. and all that shit. Like, I wonder if, like... If like, uh, what's his name? Like, uh, what's his name? Action Bronson. Mm-hmm. He sounds a lot like, uh, what is it, Ghostface? Some shit like that. Or he sounds like Raekwon or some shit. That's what I heard. I don't even listen to Action Bronson, but I heard he sounds just like one of those cats from Wu-Tang. Yeah. And, you know, like exactly like him, though. So it's crazy. But, dude, there's always, like, those diehard fans are like, oh, this fucker's just trying to copy him. But Yeah, yeah. I was like, dude, maybe he just got inspired by him. He just likes him so much. He kind of just wants his kind of same stuff. Yeah, man. It's all inspiration. I'm inspired a lot by atmosphere and the shit they say, you know, whatever. I'm inspired a lot by DJ Quick. I'm inspired by, I'm inspired by my homies downstairs that are rocking right now, dude. You know, tearing it up. I don't think you guys can hear it. They're fucking killing it, it's killing it right now. Oh yeah, man! Mansion party, dog. This shit's popping dude. right now. Shout out once again to Royals family. I appreciate the love, man. Uh, and uh, let everyone know where they can find your music, like where they can yeah, find yeah. you, your music, and all that stuff. You could uh, hit me up on a uh, on iTunes. Actually, I got an album on iTunes. This is a Nam's World. You can get at me on chamberrecords.com. I got all the albums on there. Yeah. My latest album, uh, Namifest Destiny, my self-produced LP featuring uh, featuring Percy P, Abstract Rule, Rebels to the Grain, Self-Provoked, The Wino, Foxy One, Acid Rain. Plenty more, man. Um, you can catch that on namic.bandcamp.com. And that's uh, it's my latest one right now. I'll definitely M- have Music to videos all day on YouTube. Just type in Namic or uh, subscribe to Chamber Records TV. I got beats on deck on SoundCloud.com slash Namic six two six, and you know, nice. You know, hopefully, like all that. these people check it out because it's gonna be a show to fucking watch you downstairs. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I'm about to get it in right now. You already Hell know. Yeah. yeah. Right, so I'll let you go just so you can get ready to go do your thing. It's good having you though, man. Appreciate it. No yeah. doubt. Much love, man. Right. Big ups to everybody listening and shit, man. Keep this shit rolling. What was it again? Hooray for Jose, son. Hooray for Jose, motherfuckers. Hooray for Jose. Hey, keep listening. Tune in every day, every week, every month. Whenever this motherfucker has a podcast cracking, your ass better tune in. Download the app. Get on it. Stop being a punk-ass bitch, motherfucker. Show love. Stitcher Radio, motherfuckers. Yeah. yeah. Well, all righty. So Are we drunk? <laughs> I think, I think everyone's, a little, I think everyone's a little buzz here. Well, you know what? I recently retweeted <laughs> <laughs> that you need to find somebody that um, makes you feel high when you're sober. So I hope we're doing that to you tonight. Well, on that note, that is uh, Rena Cervantes. Huh? 
That is Rena speaking. Yeah, my name is Rena. You can yep. also call me Rain. And oh. I, I'm I like to sing and I will sing anything. Anything? Anything. The line right, sleeps you tonight. You guys want to know who inspired me to be a singer? Yes. You guys are going to trip out, all right? I was like 3. <laughs> <laughs> I like where this is I going. was like 3 or 4 and um I was living I was living in Bell Gardens, like in the hood, like where people got stabbed and drive-bys would happen. Somebody broke into our house. But anyway, before my dad moved us out of the hood, I discovered the Little Mermaid. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And I really wanted to be Ariel. I really, really did. So I started doing like, you know, (laughs) I started doing like, oh, Like every day, and <laughs> yeah, I started young, guys. <laughs> even then, I, I tried and I cannot do it. I do impressions, but I'm that's not, about I'm it. Not even play. No, but you know what? People like people say that shit. You know, you hear it on American Idol or on some bullshit like that, right? Like, when did you learn how to sing? When I was three, and I'm just like, <laughs> no, nigga. No. What did you sing? But, like, that for real happens. I really wanted to be a Disney princess, right? And, uh, Shit, I wish I could fucking And sing. then I wanted to be Whitney Houston. <laughs> then I really wanted to be Whitney Houston, so I started doing shit like, I hope life treats you kind, and I hope you have all you dream of, and I'm wishing you joy. In happiness, but above all this, I wish you luck. I was like eight. I was like eight. I might have been younger because I, I, I can't get any higher than that. When I was in <laughs> That's as high as I go. <laughs> in Mexico, like I took a trip to Mexico, and um, they left me behind in Tecate at a taco stand. <laughs> they just left you? Yeah, like we had a giant van of people, you know. <laughs> Typical Latino like Mexicans thing. Mexicans <laughs> is not a stereotype. <laughs> packed like, you know, for real. Packed like Mexicans is not a stereotype. Packed like Mexicans is a reality. We were Mexicans, packed as fuck in like a giant ass van. And they thought I was sleeping, like, somewhere in the back. I mean, I was five. You know, you're a petite five-year-old. And they left, behi- they left me behind at a taco stand, and they came back. And I was just like, you know, the lady that was running the taco stand was like, aren't you, like, sad that they're gone? And I was like, no. They're going to be back right now, and they're all going to be crying. And sure enough, they all came back, and they were crying. So, you know. I think singing really helped me to be more confident. (laughs) (laughs) Did you at least get like a taco out of it or something? I don't remember. Actually, I'm a vegan, so I don't. I have like repressed memories of meat eating experiences. (laughs) Really? Oh, God. Yeah. Like I haven't eaten meat for like almost two years. Like I just gave that shit up and eggs too and milk. Like I can't do it anymore. Not only does it stink to me. It also makes me feel really sick, and then I feel guilty. Why? Like, what? What? 
really made you change and like say fuck me? Honestly, it was something hella superficial and narcissistic. I really wanted to lose some fucking weight. <laughs> and I was just like, well, I want to lose some weight and I want to raise my vibration. You guys know about vibrations, right? No? No. Okay, let's go over this. Um, before we begin, we're going to talk about Teach vibrations. Us. So, um, as a singer, I understand the power of vibrations. And everybody mm-hmm. has a different vibration, right? Yeah. We all vibe differently. So, you out? Hi, baby. You're so gorgeous. Take care of yourself. Have a good one, ladies. What was I saying? Vibrations. Oh, yeah. Peace out. So, we all vibe differently, right? Mm-hmm. Some of us vibe on a higher vibration and some of us vibe on a lower one. And, like, you know, like... When you're a musician, mm-hmm. you have to create good music. And the only way to create music that is good is if you are an influential, high vibratory person. In other words, you create positive energy everywhere you go. Oh, yeah. Otherwise, you're not going to make it. Mm-hmm. And the people that make it off of negative vibes are feeding off of the positive vibes of other people. Does that make sense? Kind of just leeching on. Yeah, you you got the time and the energy vampires, and then you got the people that are the sources of light in this universe. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to think that I am one of those people that provides light in the world. I believe you do. As opposed to creating more darkness. So, um, yeah. Well, your voice definitely does lighten up a room. Well, I mean... I think in this life, you need to be doing shit that you know you're meant for. Mm-hmm. I've done a lot of shit, including graduate from UCLA, get a bachelor's, nice. work desk jobs, work at a feminist magazine. I've traveled to Japan and figured out like some of the things about what it means to be alone and not lonely. Like, mm. like so I just feel like when you have a higher calling, you need to pursue that calling. Like, You need to... Um, Recognize what your passion is and then um, and then seek it and then fulfill your mission in life. And I think a lot of us people are like sleeping. Yeah. Well, I think we're in the movement right now of enlightenment. And I've started noticing it since like around 2009, I believe, where people started uh, like researching more into uh, spirituality, started researching more into their chakras and all that stuff. And like the whole yoga movement, a lot more people are starting to do that. Uh, a lot more, a lot of people are really starting to be more health conscious too. So I think that all flows within the same thing. And I think that's what the whole 2012 thing with the Mayan calendar was, was not the end of uh, the human race, but the beginning of spirituality and in a different time for the human race. Yeah. I, I'm going to have to completely agree with you. Like, I feel like in 2012, like the way that I was living 2012, like, a lot of shit happened that opened my eyes to like what it means to be a positive person and what it means to be one with my spirit. And mm-hmm. I had to go through like serious tragedies in order to um, come to that conclusion about the universe and about life. Like my like this is the first show I've done in Downey since like 2000 and 2010. Mm-hmm. And this is the first time I've really chilled in Downey for more than a few hours. <laughs> um, like on the social tip, like not on the family tip in yeah. a long time because my brother was murdered in this city. Like we mm. had an apartment and uh, he came to stay with me and my cousin and um, I found him, you know, dead in my in my kitchen. And um, 
And since then, you know, I've been trying to rebuild my life. Mm-hmm. And that was September of 2012, you know, like. Yeah. And I had a whole other range of stuff happen. And a lot of people go through these, like, cata- mm, what is cata- cataclysmic? Yeah, like catalyst style, <laughs> like, events <laughs> that, that just awaken them to bigger meanings of life. Yeah. And I feel like that's what I had to go through. And uh, I think a lot of people are either making mistakes and falling into a deeper downward spiral or learning from them and ascending. Mm. And um, I like to think that this particular experience that we're having here is proof that, like, we're ascending. Because we're all just enjoying good vibes together. We managed to fucking circumvent the cops. Like, oh, yeah. We're doing good, you know? Like, <laughs> I, have, I have hope for our universe. I'm I'm slowly getting more hope for for at least our generation, maybe not political wise, but just spiritually. Spiritually, like I think we're getting more advanced. We're starting to open up to uh, what other possibilities there are in this universe and other universes that are around there. Yeah, I was talking to somebody the other day. I, I work at a I work at a dispensary, mm. and um, <laughs> it's my summer job. During the year, I work as a substitute teacher. But anyway, I'm I'm at the dispensary, right? And I won't name where it is or whatever because I ain't trying to burn myself super out. Yep. Um, so I'm there and I'm talking to this dude, and he's you know he's the bud tender and I'm in the front, and um, I'm talking to him about aliens, and he doesn't think that they've ever visited us, and I'm just like. What I the do. fuck? Nah, bruh. Like, <laughs> like, how else do you think we're evolving so quickly as a species? Like, do you think this is spontaneous generation? No. Like, I feel like we're influenced on a, on a multitude of levels than we can even imagine. Like, mm-hmm. I'm really stoked about seeing that Lucy movie. Have you looked at the advertisements for it? No, I have not. I've heard about it. have not seen anything of it, like, really. Okay, you know about LSD, right? Of course. All right, everybody knows about LSD. It was created to help people, like, you know, become more aware of shit, right? Yeah. So this particular movie about Lucy is about how she's, like, unlocking all of her brain and using... Herself oh, wait, to yes, 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 her yes. fullest potential because mm. you know like science has already like said that like we only use like a small portion of our brains and that's Isn't why we're it? not able to like oh uh. shit we're not able to create certain experiences or like understand certain things so like mm. this I gotta speed it up so I gotta uh. like um so that's where we're at like yeah. That's what we're trying to do at the moment. We're trying to get in touch with our spirit and get away from things that don't serve us in order to unlock our full potential and then fulfill our mission in life. And that's what I'm doing as a singer and a songwriter and a healer of the world. Everybody has their mission and everybody creates their particular experience. So it all depends on your thoughts, your words, and your actions, which are the decisions that you choose to make. And that is Siddhartha Gautama. Damn, that is fucking deep. That is real deep. It's that simple. And if people understand it, they'll be able to change their lives a little bit more. I've been trying to change my life by staying away from toxic situations and speaking more words of kindness and wisdom to the world and staying responsible. Don't forget to stay responsible. I I try to bring light to situations with just humor. I just try to make people laugh. That's all it is. Because yeah. you can see someone completely pissed off or you can be completely pissed off. But if somebody makes you laugh, then that you can't be mad anymore. It's hard to stay mad. 
Like, uh, I remember I was really pissed off one day, just extremely pissed off. Like, fuck it, I'm going to roll with it. I'm going to be pissed. I went to turn on some music to probably hear some, like, rock or metal. And the one song that comes on is My Heart Will Go On by Celine Dion. And have you ever tried to be pissed off while listening to that? You can't. You can't. It's, it's fucking ridiculous. It's so hard. Just when you're trying to be pissed off, you're like, yeah, fuck the world. And just all of a sudden you, you think you of Titanic. <laughs> yeah, of course I did. You can't turn off Celine. You got to keep it going. No, I'm a huge fan of hers, but that's some <laughs> cheesy shit right there, yeah, man. I'm, the, I'm telling that, you. Like, and it just makes you feel so good. You yeah. feel so guilty I for feeling e- so good. I couldn't even be mad anymore. I was trying to be extremely pissed off and fucking Celine Dion <laughs> had to go and ruin it. But, yeah. You know, um, I was really, really close with Metal World Peace for a long time. <laughs> he really? was like my homie, yeah. Oh, shit. And he loved Celine Dion. Like, really? Yes. Oh. He, would, he would ask me to sing Celine Dion for him because he loved her that fucking much. So if you don't know <laughs> shit about Metal World Peace, today you're going to learn. You're going to learn today that Metal World Peace is my homie. And he's cool as fuck. And um, he loves Celine Dion. <laughs> uh, so you got to get going soon. But uh, tell the people where they can find your stuff, like your music. Oh, um, my music you can find on SoundCloud. So, um... I got two stage names, all right? I don't know why, but I do. It's kind of like Marshall Mathers and Slim Shady and Eminem. We just create different identities, right? So um, here we go. So you can find me as Rain, like the shit that falls at night when it decides to in California. <laughs> and uh, Bizou, B-I-S-O-U, which is kiss in French. And then you can also find me as Rena, like Queen, Cervantes. Oh. That's my last name. All right. So uh, if that's not too much for you guys to research, I appreciate your time. Well, and uh, check it, out. it was really a pleasure talking to you. Likewise. It was good having you on. It's been a good night. Um, so just keep spreading good vibes, guys, and I'll have some new music for you guys soon. All right. Oh, all right. Thank you for being on. All right. Peace. All right, bye. And now we have a real artist right here. A nice tattoo artist. Uh, introduce yourself. My name is Clowner. Go by the name of Clowner, real name Ricky. Um, been in the game for two years, trying to get out there. Well, let's see. Did it just uh, start off like with, um, with just drawing and stuff like that, or what? Uh, well, I used to do a lot of graffiti, uh-huh. and from there I just started doing calligraphy. So my specialty right now is writing, uh-huh. and I'm trying to do everything right now. Check out my work on Instagram. Clowner, clowner under slash tats, and just give me a call. And we'll set something up. Uh, how much? Uh, I don't. I don't really want to say like, like on here, but yeah, price wise. Prices range. Um, I go from thirty five and up. Um, it all depends on the size, uh, detail, but better than shop. Yeah. yeah. Dude, some shops start at like what? Sometimes start at like a hundred bucks or something like that. What's Eighty. That? Some shops usually start at like what, like a hundred eighty bucks. Uh, sometimes they have minimums of sixty for like small little things. Um, I try to work with people's budgets. Uh, yeah. Go, but yeah, I try to do thirty five and up. But some people I work with their budgets, like I said, and go on from there. You did a few things tonight, didn't you? Yeah, I uh, actually did uh, the homie Taz tat on the on the leg. It was in L.A. with the Aztec. Elastic school came out pretty chill. Like, um, what else? 
uh, what what <laughs> from the people you've tattooed? Were there some like bad like screamers where yes, they just yes yes had <laughs> I actually had one um at that two party right there in Linwood mm-hmm. um yeah she was uh, she was just screaming um <laughs> yeah I gotta deal with that too uh it comes part of the job yeah uh, picky people like I I thank them because they they uh they keep pushing me. But some people are just too much. But I mean, <laughs> it's part of the job, like I said. And yeah, yeah. That, that and it's gonna be on their body for yeah, fucking it's gonna ever. Be on their body forever. So I understand that. Yeah. I mean, I got art on myself, so. So yeah. When uh, how old were you when you got your first tattoo? When I first got my tattoo, I was, I believe I was like 15. I just mm-hmm. got a regular uh, needle, and some pen ink, and I just started doing some. Just tattooing myself with the tres puntos and LA, and from there I tried, tried fucking tattooing people with just the needle. Mm-hmm. And um, I started tattooing when I was I think 19. From ni- from 2012 I started and and I've been on it since ever since. April I still remember the day April 9th, 2012, a day before my birthday. So that was when you first started. Yeah. getting crazy. And how how's it uh, been since then? Like how? Um. In the beginning, you know, you just got to build your clientele. Yeah. A lot of people don't trust you. You're already starting. Uh, but it's mostly word of mouth. Instagram mm-hmm. helps out a lot. Uh, yeah, just just get people. People just keep pushing me and pushing me. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. And that's how I've been doing it. Uh, thanks to my girl. My girl keeps pushing me, too. Did you have so any other... Do you have any other, like, tattoo artists kind of, like, help you out along the way? Um, I have one of the homies. They call him Bastard. Bastard Tattoos right there in Whittier. Uh, he works out as Pat, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's, he helped me out, like, in the beginning. Um, but basically, I've been self-taught. Any questions I have, I hit them up. But, you know, just try to learn about myself. Mm-hmm. So, like, uh, was it hard to kind of, like, get, like, uh, was it, how am I trying to say this? Was it hard to kind of get the the hand for it, like to actually keep it like steady? Yeah. yeah. At first, in the beginning, it's like you don't want to hit nobody's nobody's vein. You don't want to fucking scar them. But it's it's pretty chill. Oh man. Oh, yeah. Oh shit. Yeah, I just just kind of start learning. Mm-hmm. Your hand, you just start shaking a lot when you're barely starting. Yeah. All you need is like practice makes perfect. Started doing straight lines and yeah, it's a pretty <laughs> damn good job. Nice, dude. Like, I don't, I have no drawing skill at all, so I'd probably fuck something up. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm trying to take some more art classes because I want to get more into portraits. Mm-hmm. I want to get into realism. Um, the writing, like I said, I think I got it down. Um, writing got it down. Anything else. I fuck with everything. I try to fuck with everything. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be good in everything. Yeah, like, um, so you said you're thinking of going to, like, the art classes and stuff like that. So any specific school for it? or um, Honestly, no. I haven't really. I've been looking up, but, mm-hmm. but I need a, because I'm working in a regular job. So it's yeah. like, fuck, I'm just trying to focus on art. Mm-hmm. And eventually, hopefully by this year, like, I just put my heart into it and, like, I've been doing it, but I want it, like, 24-7 on it. Yeah. I say uh, go to a community college and just take at least 
one class a semester. Yeah. Just specifically like art, like drawing and all that stuff, just so you can get the rhythm of it. Yeah, I want to check out uh, probably Real Hondo Cerritos and mm-hmm. see what's up with that. Well, yeah, they're they're close by, and most community colleges actually have a pretty decent uh, like art program too. Yeah. Look at that. Check that out. Yeah, no, I was taking some art classes in. Uh, in Cyprus, well, it was more like in the art department. It was like photography and video and all that stuff. But from what I remember, uh, all the art stuff in there was yeah. fucking awesome. They had the, they're big ass art buildings and all that stuff, and they have multiple classes of things that you can do. Like they have a bunch of like drawing classes and all that shit, man. Yeah, Definitely I'm, like look into it though. Yeah, I will. Cause like I said, I'm trying to go all out with this. I'm trying to travel. I see tattoo artists traveling the world, like. Just tattooing different states, countries. Mm. I want to be part of that. Like, I like it. It's a. It's not a job. It's just. A, it's a. It's a lifestyle. Mm-hmm. So it's pretty. That's dope, dude. Like, because uh, a lot of people like. I know you've gotten a bunch of looks for your tattoos and all that yeah. shit, right? Yeah. What's well, What's like the number one question that you get asked for your tattoos? Um, do you do them yourself? Mm-hmm. I know. I I've done some on my legs. Um, when I first started, like every artist starts on their legs. Uh, I've never gone to a shop. All my all my work is done by the homie, um, and it's good shit. It's not. You don't got you don't gotta go to a shop to get good shit. You mm-hmm. can get it in the streets. Um, a lot of people look down on you because they think you're a gang member or so and so just because you like art and you have it on your body. Mm-hmm. And, that's about it. Yeah, I think that's a big like misconception where people only pretty much judge a book by its cover. You know? Yeah, that's true. And uh, I don't, I don't think it's right because you actually have to get to know the person yeah. before you actually judge them and shit. Because I, I personally love tattoos. I don't have any yet, but yeah. I do want to get a lot. <laughs> yeah. So whenever you're down, shit, you already uh, know. Oh yeah, fuck yeah, man. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Once you start with your first tat. You're done. You got to get some more and more addicted. and more. Yeah, you get addicted. That's, that's what I always hear. I always people, see people like, oh, my God, I fucking just need another one right now. I fucking need another yeah. one. Or yeah. I get people and I'm tattooing them and they're like, oh, it's not that bad. And they're already thinking of what to get next. Mm-hmm. That's good. You know, just I want the pursuit of tatting the whole world. That's what I'm trying to go Do for. Do it, man. Just uh, You should try to collaborate with uh, some other artists and stuff. Yeah, I will. <laughs> like, I will, but most of them are too cocky. Out there, yeah. They well, get a little too cocky. <laughs> Find the ones that aren't. Yeah, the ones that are willing to help each other and shit. You know. Yeah, I've actually. Um, I try to get into some shops. Um, fuck, a lot of cocky guys. Yeah. Um, there was only one shop out there in uh, in the IE that helped me out real quick, and they just told me like you need to use more black. Uh, don't be scared of using the black. Um, and so I did, and my work started to coming out. Like way better thanks mm-hmm. to them, um, yeah. But a lot of people just get too cocky with their work, and it's so you gotta stay humble in the game. Do you mostly focus like? Do you do any like uh, like color in your work right now or not yet? Yes, you I do? like I said, I try to fuck with everything. Um, color, I love doing color. Yeah. But I need people to take it because color takes more time than regular mm-hmm. black and white. Um, what was one of your uh, your most favorite pieces that you've done on somebody? Oh, I love doing writing. I love doing clowns. Mm-hmm. 
girl clowns. Uh, all that wicked shit. Oh, like sick stuff. Uh, yeah, sick Because uh, I, th- I think I'd want, like, something... I think I'd probably want a bunch of space. Like, I know for sure I want a sleeve just to be all about space and, like, the planets and shit. So it'd be, oh, okay. it would be a shitload of color. Yeah, that's a lot of color. Yeah, it'd be a, a lot, lot of, of fucking right color. There. But, like I say, you take your first tat and mm-hmm. you'll go on with that one. Where, where would you suggest someone to get their first tattoo? Uh, usually arms on the yeah. top arm. Um, yeah. That or the leg. Just yeah. in case they're not sure. Oh, they don't trust the artist yet. Yeah, just wear pants. Yeah. <laughs> Where, um, what's it called? Um, what spot usually tends to hurt the most besides, like, the ribs? Um, ribs, uh, the foot, um, the neck, um, spine, um, and the fingers low-key hurt. So. Yeah. But it's mostly between foot and the ribs. The ribs. I heard the ribs, the ribs fucking kill. kill. Yeah. Uh, what about uh, chest pieces? Chest pieces, people could go through it. Um, yeah. It's not that bad. Kind of just depends on the person, really? Yeah. I actually have my stomach, I have my, my chest, I have everything, and it doesn't hurt. Well, I mean, it does hurt that you feel the pain, but it's not. It's, you could take it. So after a while, it just becomes like a good hurt, huh? Yeah. Like, <laughs> like it starts getting numb. Oh, shit. I don't know, man. Uh, one day I will... We'll get mine, but just like I said, it's fucking expensive most times. Just yeah. for like a big piece, gets super expensive for like those big, like a whole sleeve or something like that. Um, I've done, I've done a sleeve of roses. The most I charged was like let's say one sixty. That's yeah. like I said, my prices are cheap. Yeah. Like, compared to shops, um, I also I think I did a. I think the most was like 200 mm-hmm. no no more but that's big no 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 i take that back i take that back i did a 300 hundred dollar piece like full chest like like shoulder shoulder like, to shoulder yeah, shoulder to shoulder on the chest like what uh, what uh was it like what did you uh, the theme you was um roses angels um script and clouds and a big cross on the center nice so it took like a couple sessions uh, just due to the person, um, you know, the there's certain people that could take the whole pain the whole mm-hmm. day, that same day, and then people that want it little by little. Yeah. So can you see yourself actually like owning your own uh, shop? Uh, honestly, I I see myself well, traveling the world, like just traveling the world, owning my shop. Um, right now, owning a shop is not. It's not really one of my dreams. My dream mm-hmm. is just getting out there, uh, getting known. Like, I think like anybody else, I like, just want to get my name out there and just get paid. Well, hopefully the people who listen to this are going to be checking out your Instagram, seeing your work. And trust me, guys, he does really good work. I took a look at his portfolio. It's good shit. You guys are going to love it. Thanks, man. Yeah. Appreciate it. Yeah, no problem, man. Like, it's, uh, yeah, dude, like... Uh, so, what kind of piece would you want to be doing on someone? Like, if you got to do just a freelance piece, what would you want to do? If they just said, here's my fucking arm, go for it. What would be your, like, your go-to thing to draw? Uh, I would like to go start off with some script, some demons, some clowns. 
to go dark. Some dark side. <laughs> nice, then dude. again, I could. I like the good side too, but um, I like the evil more. Yeah, it, it's it's more. It's a lot it's fun to. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot of fun to do. I can yeah. see. Because. And it catches people's eyes quick. Oh yeah, because they see some crazy shit and like, what the fuck? And maybe yeah. with like some some color in the eyes and. Some red eyes. Shit. Some red eyes on a demon yeah. would be dope, dude. That'd be sick, man. Like, uh, so uh, how did you get to uh, No Santo or like Luis? No Santo. Yeah. And this will uh, we go back, we go back into some trouble. <laughs> so, getting into trouble. Uh, yeah. I met him through uh, through one of the homies, a couple of the homies actually, a couple years back. Mm. And recently, recently, uh, we bumped into each other and, you know, started collaborating with the royal family and started supporting me as an artist and checking this out to see how, to see what, see what it brings to the table. Mm. Like, nothing but good vibes out here. So. Yeah, because mostly everyone I've been talking to and when we bring up royals, it's always about supporting each other. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. That's the number one thing. If somebody doesn't do good and nobody's doing good, everybody's got to do good. Mm-hmm. That's how it is. It's like a regular family. Like Family sticks together and somebody fucks up, everybody's fucking up. Exactly. So you guys are always bringing each other up, which is yeah. fucking good, dude. You don't see that too often nowadays. And yeah. It's, it's a good change. And I back then, um, when we were running around and shit... That's how it was too. So the mentality, I guess, came from that too. Mm-hmm. And I guess he just, he just made something big for him. He's doing it. Uh, and it's been a, it's a good outcome tonight too. Yeah, it's had fun. Hell yeah, man! And you got some work done. Yeah, that's a fucking good one too. I mean, well, it's been good fucking talking to you. Thanks, man. Yeah, thanks for being on, man. Thank All you. Right. How we going, brother? All right, and now we're here with two amazing artists right now. Sirs, please introduce yourself. What's up, Jose? It's Mike Batani, Royals Family Music. Yo, what up? It's Advocate Audio Assassin, Royals Family Music. Nice. Dude, and this you guys- is Influi, Attack oh. of the Fluey, again, third time in a row this day. Yeah, I just like back. to say I love y'all. Give it up for these artists. Batani yeah. and oh. Advocate. If you smell what the Royals family is cooking. <laughs> All right. I think it that might be a, mixed with tequila or something. Well, at least we yeah. know he does it for the people because he's a right? people's champ. <laughs> exactly. He Damn right. You know what I'm saying? That's hip hop to the fullest. <laughs> Influence. He's the man. We man. do this for the music, the hip hop. Thank you. So what's up, Jose? How you doing, man? You enjoy the hey, show and that shit? That party was, was it not fucking crazy, dog. I love it. Did we not have to lock it down in like several stages? Yeah. Multiple times, dude. Right? Oh it was my it was God, insane. If dog. you guys weren't here, you guys fucking missed it. It was beautiful. Beautiful right. people everywhere. Beautiful artists. That shit rock. Oh my god, it was amazing. Hey, um, you guys fucking killed it though. Thank you, thank you. You guys fucking yeah. killed it. With the audio sessions, aerosol right, addicts, AAK, advocate, you know what I'm saying? I roll with the Rose family, that's my crew. Shout out my boy RF, Mike Batani. RF, RF. All day, dog. Rose family music. Oh, yeah. Killing shit out here, you know what I mean? It's uh, teamwork. Uh, let's do something a little different that I haven't done yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You guys, off the top of the mind, freestyle a little something right now. Give the people oh, a what? taste of what you guys fucking uh, did. You want to go first or what? 
Fucking, I'm blown. It doesn't have to be a battle. Just no. Yeah, just have some yeah, fun. Yeah, I ain't trying to be. Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. Check it. I'm blown. I'm trying to get my goal. Well, I'm more above that motherfucking shit that be in a scope. Microscopic could turn into a motherfucking million. Half of y'all don't know Steve Jobs that can do a trillion. Fuck it, I'm on my music. Fuck y'all, yeah. I lose it. It's audio obsession. Don't ever hey, get hey. that fused with. I'm still with the truest because I stay loyal to the family. Royal draped up. I don't think they can hand me because I keep it true every time. I don't think they understand me because... I'm a killer on the mic like Jason on his machete. On the hunt for you chump, step out to get me. Got fatigues, magazine, DM, arms and ready. Even killing you in your dreams, you could call me Freddy. Kruger with a 45 Ruger moving in military maneuvers while I'm trying to decide if I stab or shoot you. Don't matter the decisions, I ain't got no future. Alright, then that's in the words. Time to end this loser. And the bloody and bruise up. Another MC down, now who's up? Next with the thought that can accomplish and in the contest. Now you learn your lesson, you don't want this. I thought he wanted, he said 16. No, I'm just kidding. That shit was dope, fool. That shit was dope. I, I just said go. <laughs> and he, he said went. go. This fool went on. It's gonna be fucking fair, went, dog. Oh, he went ham right now. <laughs> I performed yeah, my show. You seen it? Yo. That shit was on point earlier. Yeah. I'm like, um, most of these rappers moving too slow. I've been making moves. You've been faking, dude. That's why no one comes to your shows. Try to walk around in our shoes, but bitch, you ain't even fit for our clothes. It's that Royal Fam Hulk body slam. That shots to your whole body, man. Like, damn. I don't even know why they try. Catch me rolling up, still throwing up, and get on stage and vibe. Man, I strive to get this far, so bitch, you better stay in your lane. I'm making hits, you just make mistakes. Homie, we are not the same. Uh, it's that Royals family music. And you got to be spitting that hot fire. That super hot flame, bro. Hooray her for, hey, hooray for her. I'm not even a rapper, yeah, though. I'm not even a rapper. I do no, assassins all day. Royal family all day. But I ain't day. a rapper. Hell yes. I'm a rapper, dog, and I'm faded. <laughs> Drunk, yeah, man. We had the cake today, dog. Oh, we had the cake. That's like the so name of, of an album we right there, here, dude. You know. <laughs> rapper and I'm faded. Yep, <laughs> that's, that's it. That's money. I'm right a there. rapper and I'm faded. <laughs> that's money. Spitting like lines all think. jaded. You listen to a lot of hip hop, right? Somewhat. I'm mostly of a reggae guy. What'd you What'd you grow up listening to, G? Me, oldies. Like what kind? Stylistics, Frankie Valli. Uh, what's it called? Uh, the Everly Brothers. Just a whole bunch of stuff, man. Strong, hey yo, can strong. I get some shout outs since we're already doing this? You know yeah. what I mean? Alright, cool. So shout out Triana Pena, shout out, shout out everybody in the building tonight, shout out my boy Kevin Prolick, shout out uh shout out Trucos, shout out Santos, shout out everybody on Rose Family, man, shout out all my fans and everybody that's supporting us all the way. Uh, it's everybody that came out tonight, on the mic, man. Yo, you already know, know what's up. Much love. But yeah, so yeah, that's that's all I gotta say for now, you know. I f- I feel so thug right now. You do? Yeah. Oh, that's kind of cool, <laughs> I guess. I'm not really a thug. I'm from, like, La Mirada and shit. Me too, man. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Uh, yeah, you know. I'm a little whitewashed Latino. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. Yeah, you know. Yeah. You know, you know. So, uh, Advocate. What up? What up? When did you really start, uh, like, really writing music? When you Two felt... Two years ago. No, Two? You know what? It was more than that. It's probably, like, three now. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. What, yeah. what got you into, like, writing? What made you say, like, fuck it, this is what I'm doing and I'm going for it? In, like, 2010, I was in Afghan with my boys and shit. Yeah, and my I boys was writing. Yeah, oh, and I was, shit. I was writing. And then uh, when I would, like, spit it to my homeboys, I'd be like, hey, yo, check this out. Shout out the Marines. Mm-hmm. Keep it going. Keep it going. That's all I heard from them. Mm-hmm. I got back. My boys were already in it. The Audio Assassin's been doing it for a minute. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? 
but I knew them as like aerosol addicts. We're a graffiti crew. Yeah. So I came back with a different art. And I showed them what's up, and they're like, just get it. And I was just like, all right, fuck it, you know? And it's fucking working for you, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, shout out fucking Royals family. Shout out Audio Assassin. Shout like, out. I, you know, shout out everybody who keeps the hip-hop, because that's really where I'm out here for. Like, whoever knows me knows me in that. Like, I really wouldn't be out here if it wasn't cool and hip-hop. It wasn't mm-hmm. everybody vibing out. I saw be wasting my time, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, and my people from the Cove, they like yeah. that, dog. You know oh, what I'm yeah, saying? Man. We keep it true. We keep it hip-hop. Yes, sir. Shout out to everybody that's been putting us on too. You know what I mean. We did a lot of shit with, uh, with. Uh, were you on the Rock the Spot tour? Uh, we did a couple tracks out in um, South Central with Rock the Spot tour. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. With my boy uh, Mike Theory. Yeah. He was uh, linked up with. Uh, I suppose. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Shout out. He, I suppose. Yeah. He he fucking brought us out. And he was like, "Hey, rock this shit," and then we we're like, "All right, fuck it." Yeah. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. So we did Hell our yeah. thing and shit. Rocked out and shit. Yeah. That's shout dope, out, dude. Shout out Influence for giving me the bowl right now to smoke. Oh, <laughs> shit. Hooray for Jose, dog. We keep it green. We keep this shit green. I need a lighter. Can I? Hooray for Jose, dog. Yeah, boy. <laughs> dude, last time I had... Uh, when I had, oh, I just threw a lighter at me. When I had Santo <laughs> on it, dude, it was just me and him talking. And I remember, I remember that. Dude, the oh, whole no, Royals family and all the supporters just blew that episode up, dude. They fucking killed it. Much love to you guys, man. It's because it's more like about like no one's big headed right here, you know. No. Yeah. Like everybody right it's here can be effort. like that fool has a has a vision. They have a vision. You know, we have a vision. Let's do it together. You know what I'm saying? Like we could all make it happen. That's the hip hop culture. It's, like, it's yeah. definitely a lot of great minds coming together and and putting out projects that are yeah. highly thought about. And you know, we we've been we we don't just let shit out. We plan shit. You know, what I mean, like we let the flyer out for this party that we just threw tonight. What two months ago? Like a month and a half ago? You know Something what I mean? Like, like yeah, yeah. we we've been planning for like we're not just gonna give you as a week out show. You know if you're gonna come to one of our shows, you're gonna have a good time. Oh, and this you know been fucking I mean? bitching. Yeah, hooray to Jose! Hooray Jose! Yeah, right. What? Hooray for Jose, son! Hooray Jose! Hooray Jose! Hooray! We got him chanting. Hooray Jose! Let's get. You know, it's usually just the women chanting my name, but I'll take it. All right, all right. I <laughs> know, uh, I'm just say lying. it though, dog. Watch. All my ladies in the house, when I say ho, y'all that say Jose, ho. ho. <laughs> 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 we, I accept those. Half of the girls on the radio right now were just yeah. like, Jose. <laughs> they just listened to this and they were like, Zay. <laughs> you better say it, damn it. You better yell that <laughs> shit. Yeah, dude, but. So, do you guys have any, uh, like, upcoming shows or anything? Do you have any upcoming shows? Yeah, man. In the mic. Oh, my bad, my bad. <laughs> I got a fucking uh, software coming up with my boy Namek that performed. Mm-hmm. My boy Real that was here. Big Rob from Delta 9. Yeah, shout out Rob. Big Rob, too. He puts yeah. us on all the time, dog. All the time. All the time. Shout out Big Rob, crazy. dog. He's shout a good out. man, man. Fucking. And he got us the, a lot of good shows. You know, we opened up for Corrupt together. That's actually... When me and, and this fool started, you know, I'm working together that. a little mm. bit more, you know, we opened up for Corrupt uh, because Big Rob hooked us up. You know what I mean? That's why we got Big Rob out here tonight. You know what I mean? So, yeah. <laughs> but Seriously, yeah. everyone fucking killed it tonight, man. But yeah, yeah. yeah it was like, a hell of a show. Like we said, those, like that's what we we see in all of it. The Rose family is about positive movement. Like you following your dream. You working through it. Mm-hmm. That's everybody who performed, you know, tonight oh, pretty yeah. much because they really want this. They don't, 
don't just talk about it. You know what I mean? Everybody out here did their thing. Yeah. And that's Chukos. like, you know, you can't hate on that. That's why me and Santos, when, uh, after we did um, the podcast that he was on, uh, me and him were just talking. That's how we came up with me coming out here and just interviewing you guys and seeing how it goes, man. It's been fucking awesome. Hey, a lot um, of fun. My bad. Can I, can I plug one in real quick? Go for it, Go man. Plug. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he has to plug real quick. Hey, check it out. August 5th at Katie Jake's. Plug, plug, plug. <laughs> That's what <laughs> it's with for, Big man. Rob the Champ. Plug alert. My boy Namek that was here, and he's still plug he's alert. probably rocking around here. My boy J-Rob and the homie MC Real that rocked it tonight. Hey, yo. You know what I'm saying? Katie Jake's, August 5th, the Covina Cypher is sponsored by the Royals family. You know what's up. Yes, sir. And if you guys didn't make it to this one, make it to that one. You oh, guys won't Monster be too? disappointed. Are we, are we rocking Monster from Hank the Chavez? Oh, we rocking Monster then. Yeah. Damn All right. right. Shout out Monster, dog. Monster? Shout out Hector Chavez, Monster. Monster just Hector put Hector Chavez. Strong. We're going to talk. He's a graphic talk. production artist. If you need work done, hit him up. You know uh, what I mean? Yeah. Right? Right? Cool. Do it, son. Do it. Oh, are you trying to pass me the bong right now? All right. All right uh, sure. oh, oh, shit. I just smoke a lot, man. It happens. I'm a, I'm a drinker myself. Love that shit. Yeah, man. Huh? Wait, why? Hey, everybody's trying oh, to steal I'm a, the I'm mic. A big from time me. Jose, wait, you have to ask Jose. What's you up? To, wait, you have what? to ask Jose. Can I pass the mic to a couple people that want to talk to you? Go for it, man. All right, dog. Well, then the pass more me back the my fucking weed. merrier. Wait, hold on. <laughs> oh, see. <laughs> Let's fucking just keep this shit going. Oh, uh, yeah. what? And not right Eventually. now. Oh yeah, well, so we're gonna right be wrapping now? this up right now. Oh, uh, what right now? Yeah, oh, Jose can stay the night at the. Jose can stay. Oh, the I, night. Got, I got shit to do tomorrow morning. Oh, Jose, like more say, podcasting. Hey, if we're gonna finish <laughs> this shit out, I just want to say what the fuck. The most important <laughs> thing at the end of the day doesn't matter how many people you hear, how much money you make, how much publicity or fame you get off of this shit, how much clothing you real, get. Real. At the end of the day, it's about. The people that walk up to you that you never even know, that you don't, you don't even have to say nothing to, that you're not giving nothing to, they walk up to you and they just tell you, like, hey, man, that was an amazing set. That was great. Like, people that just tell, I love that shit. You didn't, it's a different feeling. When you walk up to your own homies or people that you know and you say, hey, did you like that thing? Of course, all the people that love you just for the benefit of your ego and pride, they're going to say, yeah, I loved it. But when somebody walks up to you and they say, just kidding. Man, oh, you're that, that was that was just something else. Like mm-hmm. when they're at a loss for words, when they're trying to give you a few words, like <sighs> that's that's right. at the end of the day what an artist, at least what I live for, because I'm gonna make my money. Yeah. You're gonna make your money. Everyone's gonna make their money regardless. I'm a salesman, people do construction, people do whatever, different types of avenues of careers. At the end of the day, it's what your passion is, what your craft is, and when people recognize that at the end of the day, when you're born, all you're, wait, all you're looking for is attention and recognition. And that shit sticks with you for the rest of your life. So as an artist, as somebody, not even as an artist, but somebody that who pursues their passion in such a way that they live and die, they wake up thinking about it, they go to bed thinking yeah. about it, that's all they think about, you're going to make your money regardless. But at the end of the day, when someone walks up to you and they, they message you and they, without any interaction before that situation... When they come up to you and they tell you and you see the feeling in people's eyes and you see people tear up to your music, that's what you live for. That's the shit mm. that, I, I mean, I, that's what keeps me alive. Like, fuck, I actually can move somebody and move a mass of people in a certain way that 
Like, that's what Royals family is about, not even just through music. And that's one thing that Santo, Luis, Perea, like me, Luis Rodriguez, like all of us, like founding members, people that we weren't even Royals family. We were just family. That's mm -hmm. all it was. We were family, and that's why Royals family is such important because we grew up together not, not expecting this or that or business or money or whatever. We just expected we're going to love each other. And we're going to love ourselves, and we're just going to try to excel to the number one point of ourselves that we possibly can. And when people recognize that, I think that is the purest part of life. When people, when, not even people, but that's your universe. When the universe recognizes all the hard work and all the dedication that you put in and the love that you have for other people. Hell yeah. That's just, that, it, I can't even describe it. Yo, I'm about to go downstairs or anything. I just want to say shout out to everybody that came tonight. Shout out to everybody that listens to our music. Every single one of the Royals family members. Shout out to every single one of us. Uh, shout out to yourselves because you guys have Mike all been Batani. a dope artist. You know what I mean? And uh, Or a dope audience. I'm sorry about that. And uh, just remember, have faith in yourself. Do whatever you want to set out to do. And always fucking go for your goals and shit. All right, I'm out, y'all. Peace out. Shout out, Jose. Hey, Jose. All right, peace. All right. Thank you, brother. Yeah, it's been a hell of a fucking podcast. Luis, you got any words? You got any words to say, buddy? Yeah, man. Just, uh, you know, I want to give thanks to everyone who came out here on uh, my behalf, on everyone's behalf, really. Um, you know what I mean? Uh, I don't really perform myself. I, uh, You know, like, when this shit started, like, I told, you know, Santo had, had bailed me out of jail. And, you know, I told him, I was like, you know what, dog? I'm like, whatever the fuck you want, I'll fucking try to get it. Mm. Whatever the fuck it is. I pay back my debts, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm not I'm not just gonna let like I'm not gonna let like shit like that slide. Like if anything I'll pay you the you know, the money you, you build me out with back, mm -hmm. you know? But he won't take it. So I told him, you know what? You're trying to start your company, man. I'll do everything in my power to help you. Put it and get a Christmas stocking, put it in there. Huh? Get a Christmas stocking, put some shit in there for him. Yeah, big ass right. check. <laughs> right? 100 grand. Merry Christmas, yeah, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, like, no, nah, you know, I just, I told him, you know, like, that's, no one's bailed me out of jail before. So, like, mm -hmm. I was like, you know what, man, that's something big. Like, you know, fucking shout out to Santo. Fucking, like, you know, that meant a lot to me. So, I told him, you know what, dog, I'm going to, I'm going to fucking be there, you know? Yeah. And uh, I take pictures every show, every show that we out here, like, along with Hector. Uh, he's a um, Santos cousin, and um, he was a called? He's kind of like showing me stuff because <laughs> I don't really, I didn't really know, you know, a lot of things. Oh, photography is a big learning thing, yeah. man. You're always yeah. learning. So like, you know, like little by little, you know, uh, I've been, I've been getting better at taking yeah. pictures and whatnot, and you know, I go out to these shows, man. I'm out, I'm out there for hours. Oh, that's like camera that's hanging around it, my neck, bro. You know, like, and it and it and it kills me. But you know what? Like, I know that, I know that I gotta do it. I know that I have I have faith in this in this company. I have faith in the uh, in Rose family as a as a lifestyle. Really, like, you know, we we're out here, dog, and um, none of us here, man. I'm I'm I don't care if because of us or because of you know like something that we did. If one uh, one of the people here that performed tonight, you yourself. You know what I mean? Anybody here blew mm -hmm. up and somehow became famous or somehow, like, ended up doing their their dreams because of us. Like, I'm not going to hate on that, man. I'm exactly. not even going to hate if, if they don't if they don't ever talk to me again. You know what I mean? That was the point. Like, we were supposed to help each other elevate, you know. And uh, that's 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 honestly, like, you know, that's a big thing, you know. 
And That's something real. Anybody who hangs out with you guys for like five minutes can just see that right away. You guys aren't a selfish group at all. You know what I mean, like we got, yeah, like you know, you I appreciate can't be. that, man. Yeah, you can't, can't be. be. Fucking you can't. can't be. Because if if it's all about you, if it's all about you, and you're working on a project that's all about them, you're gonna fail at that project that's all about them, and you're not even gonna see, succeed at anything because it's gonna be all about you. But you're not even working on all about you. You're working on all about them. So if you're working on a group project that everyone's supposed to be contributing to, but you're just contributing to yourself, then all you're gonna do is backtrack in every single situation in your life, yep. and like, and it's it's more like, I don't know. Going along with what Louis said, it's a lifestyle. It's not just a name on a shirt. It's not just a quote or a pattern. It's this is just a symbol of what we stand up for. This is just a symbol of what we believe in. Like, and we don't we don't mm-hmm. worry about the shirts. You know, the shirts, the name, the clothing, whatever it is. Like. Yeah. It's a lifestyle, and that's that's what's going to make us succeed in life because we believe. And before any of me or any of him or any of us or any of you or we, it's it's about whatever your higher power mm-hmm. is. You know, like I'm a very spiritual person. I'm not very religious. You know, I have my own beliefs. But when it comes to how you're walking your life, you have to, you're going to answer to somebody. And if you don't think that you answer to anybody – then you're 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 headed down a path of destruction, and that's not what we support. Mm-hmm. We support people who are trying to be positive and progress. Positivity and progression. If you have those two things in your mind at all times, you will not fail in your life. Mm-hmm. You, yeah, might, you might well, not. Well, yeah, have it all. actually, you will you, fail you will because fail. Fail is, failure yeah. is a natural thing. You have you to fail to succeed. grow. Exactly. Yeah. You will succeed. You, know? you learn a lot from failure. You learn. How to encourage, pick yourself I, up, like, man? I which is a big people, one. Like I encourage people to, to to mess up. Like you know, like like do it. And if you mess mm-hmm. up, you know you're gonna know what you did wrong. But you you also gotta learn what you did wrong. Yeah. You know, there'd yeah. be some people. It, it'd be pointless like, to fail and not learn from your mistakes. Exactly. exactly. It, there's be, it, never it, a failure. It's only learning experience. Unless yeah. either you, don't you learn. E- yeah. either you win or you learned. You mm-hmm. never lose because you learned how to win. You're like fuck. I did something wrong. Mm-hmm. Excuse my French, but. Yeah, oh, I did something wrong. I just learned how to do it right. It's not a loss. It's just yeah. I learned how to do it right next time. All right. Hey, man, I Jose, fucking appreciate you, man, Ray. coming out yeah. here, man. And, and Thanks Ray. for having me here, man. Yeah. yeah man. You're always welcome in our house and our events, and I think everybody should listen to your podcast. And I think so, too. And support. <laughs> I think so, too. Support like, yeah. everything that you're Hell doing. yeah, they should. Support yeah. Royals family because it's more than just me. It's not even about me. It's not about you. It's not about Big Luis right here. It's not about any of us. It's about all of us. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it's about fucking random. your shit. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. How do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> like all right, shit. so we'll end it on that note. <laughs> Guys, check out Royals Family on Instagram and Facebook under Royals Family. You guys will like their stuff. If you like T-shirts, fucking buy them. They're great. And, yeah. So I'll talk to you sexy people later, man. Yeah, man. Thank you, everybody. Fucking Royals family out. We appreciate y'all. I just appreciate all you guys. I appreciate it. It's just pure appreciation and love. That's it. God bless you. God bless. Ward play. Royals family. Have a good night. Love you, bitches. Peace.